Well, you may be seated. Good morning, everyone. Again, good to see all of you here. Good morning to everyone watching via the live stream. We're so glad that you've joined us as well. And we extend a warm welcome to you. Well, today is a special day, as I said, as we begin our service with um, two baptisms as we celebrate today, but also we have the privilege of having a guest speaker. Kyle Spradley is the director of SOMA, Sharing of Ministries Abroad. He's our guest missionary speaker today. And how many of you have heard of SOMA? Yeah, lots of hands go up around the church. All Saints Church has had a long, long working relationship and ministry partnership with SOMA, and we're looking to build into that more in the days ahead. But we're so glad to have Kyle here. He contacted me several months ago and was going to be traveling through the area, so he um, he's here this weekend. He actually came and helped out with our food giveaway yesterday. And so it was a blessing to have him here, and I would invite you now to please join together with me and extend a warm All Saints welcome to Kyle Spradley. Let's pray. By God, you deserve all honor, all glory, and all praise. We ask you to send your Holy Spirit, Lord, to teach us in our minds and especially in our hearts. And I earnestly pray, and I say again, I earnestly pray that no one in this room and that no one who hears my voice or sees or hears this message today will leave unchanged, Lord, that you will change something in us for your glory. And I pray this in your son's mighty name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Hello and good morning. Good morning. I, I really am super excited to be here. Um, I was able to visit a partner church in Ohio. Now, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to come out and say, look you in the eyes first and say, hello, my name is Kyle. I'm the new Glenn Petta. If you knew something about Soma before, Glenn was the national director for 12 years. And if you didn't know Glenn or necessarily the ministry of Soma, Soma, sharing of ministries abroad, its mission, it's, it's fairly narrow but called by God. And we stay within the calling of God. In a nutshell, it's to minister to the ministers in the Anglican church worldwide. Lay leaders and ordained. If there's anybody who needs renewing, empowering and encouragement of the Holy Spirit, it's the leaders of our church. And when they are renewed and empowered and encouraged and they go back to their congregations, it's exponential. In August, two and a half years had passed since Soma had sent a mission. Two and a half years. And I've been the director for one and a half years, right in the midst of COVID, when Glenn stepped back and through, I assure you, a series of three very specific God events that he called me uh, as the national director of SOMA. I was behind the desk. I was doing this a lot. I was doing this a lot. Um, and prayed and waited in God's good timing when the next mission would go. And that happened in August. And I can tell you this, at the closing mass of that mission, and it was in Uganda, Sabay Diocese with Bishop Paul, Bishop Paul stood up before his lay leaders 
And it was a clergy spouse conference as well. So there's about 85 people. He said, Soma's ministry to us has changed the course of our diocese. We will never be the same. That's Soma's ministry to our leaders. Uh, and it's very impactful, very impactful. And I'm, my head's, I'm still trying to get around. I worked in, in video production for 30 years. God always had me in cross-cultural missions. And I've been you know, in renewal and discipleship, but I'm a cameraman. Um, but that does, that's not what he sees in God's eyes. That's not what God sees in you, what you do for a living in your career. He sees a child um, whom he wants to use in a mighty way, in a mighty way. I want to assure you this. I gave you an example of, of the first mission, but I assure you in word now and can look you in the eye. This has been a, a longtime partner church and not just money, but in sending missioners uh, and in sending prayers. And it was a part of this, a fabric of this congregation for a long time. And some are new. And so hear and feel. I want you to hear and feel what Selma's ministry is and does. And the money, the money, the check that comes, I can assure you it is doing big kingdom work around the world. And I say thank you. Thank you very much. So what am I going to touch on today? Um, we read some things that were it's kind of hard, kind of some, some big things. And I assure you that this is an encouraging word. Um, but we, we can't overlook some of these things that uh, that was part of our readings today. So I'm going to touch on three scriptures and then I'm going to leave you with two words today. And then I'm going to quiz you before we end <laughs> to make sure you remember those two words. But let's start with Malachi. Here's just a piece. For behold, the day is coming burning like an oven when all the arrogant and all evil doers will be stubble. That day is coming and shall set them ablaze, says the Lord of hosts so that it will leave them neither root nor branch, but for you who fear my name, for you who fear my name, the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its wings. Psalm 98, two verses tied into this. For he will come to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. Praise God. So we also visited Luke 21. But Jesus, there was... The reading stopped and he was transitioning. First, he was kind of telling them about what's going to happen to the temple. And then he was transitioning. If you keep going at 21, then he begins to foretell this same, this same time. If you go into Luke 21. Here's Matthew 7. Same thing, but this is where the Lord led me today. In Matthew chapter 7, you'll recognize this. Jesus said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name? Did we not do mighty works in your name? And then he, I will declare to them, Jesus said, Jesus said to them, I never knew you. I never knew you. 
harsh. <laughs> harsh. But what did Jesus mean he never knew them? Didn't, didn't God know us, who we were before the foundations of the earth were created? Yes. Doesn't he know the hairs, the number of hairs on our head? Scripture says yes. Didn't he knit us in our mother's womb? Scripture says yes. So what was Jesus saying? These people did works, seems like kingdom works. Jesus said, I didn't know you. He's, he's pointing to relationship. Relationship. Let's pause for a moment. It's a bit of silence. So who Jesus was responding to, they said they cast out demons. They did mighty works. And they prophesied. Yesterday was awesome here. Seeing the need coming in one door, need for food, and the feeling of spiritual food on the other end. Um, you're a blessing to your community. It makes you relevant. The church has to be relevant. But the work that was being done here, the checks that you write, maybe you serve on the altar party. These, these good deeds... I want you to put those on one side, and then I want you to think about your relationship with Jesus separate. Separate, right? Your relationship on one hand and the things you do for the kingdom on the other. And relationship is number one with Jesus. It starts there in relationship. So how? How do we... What's this relationship thing all about? Here's our two words. Abide and surrender. Surrender. That kind of can be a scary... Surrender, what do you mean? No, surrender your life uh, to Christ. That's what I mean. So let's go back to abide. Abiding. If we are abiding in Christ, right, that, there's a relationship right, implicated in that. And John 15, one of my favorite verses... And especially when it narrows down and Jesus says, if you abide in me, I will abide in you and you will bear much fruit. What is this fruit Jesus is talking about? Kingdom fruit. If you abide in me, I will abide in you and you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, if you don't abide in me, what's the rest of the verse? You can do nothing. No kingdom work apart from me in relationship with me. Your power comes from me. Your even the desire to do kingdom work apart from me, you can do nothing. How about surrender? That's a scary word for many. Scary word for me. My spiritual advisor um, this is one of the things, if you heard me say, God did three specific things leading up to this call of Soma. And this was the very first one, my spiritual director. If you don't have a spiritual director, I encourage you to get a spiritual director. Somebody, they don't have to be 75. They could be 75, just somebody. They could be younger than you. Somebody who's down the spiritual path farther than you to share, share your life challenges. There's, Walking the Christian path is hard. 
There's joy and there's fulfillment, but it can be hard. I encourage you to get a spiritual director. If not, just a friend, a Christian friend to sit down and share the glories, the trials, the tribulations, the successes. My spiritual director challenged me, Kyle, I challenge you to turn your life and your will, your life and your will over to the care of God. He's like, surrender. I challenge you to, to surrender. And I'm like, I think that's a great idea. It's great. <laughs> and there were books I read that were intriguing. I'm like, man, that, that person, they're living for God. And I've met people and I've heard their testimony. I'm like, that's, that's a chasm, right? That I don't know how to cross. And I was afraid. And I didn't want to. Pride. So a little mix of who knows, all these, these emotions and sin in my life. But I, I, I did have this revelation that God, this is everything's from God. All good things come from God. Um, I said, God, I'm not willing, but I'm willing to be willing. That was my prayer. My, my little small offering. God, I'm willing to be willing, but you're going to have to do the rest. A week later in prayer, I'm praying. And he gives me, um, let's say I, I had an, a, a thing going on in my mind, a vision, if you will, an experience, an image. I was sitting at a poker table and there were stacks of chips in front of me. And in one stack of chips, Here's my finances. Over here's my relationships. Here's my family that I live with. Um, the good things I've done, the bad things I've done, my small business, all these chips stacked in front of me. My eyes are closed, uh, and in my mind, I put my hands on I, I said, God, I'm all in. I'm all in. I don't know really what that means, but I'm all in for you. I don't, still don't think I really know what that means. And that was a very spiritual experience. He met that with, I call it a God bubble. He put this God bubble around me and for 36 hours he manifested here. He manifested here and every fiber of my being. Kyle, I really, really do know the plans I have for you. I really do. And they're good. They're good. And that was the most joy, the most peace I've ever had in my life. I pounded down. That was like a, an Old Testament in the desert. Major thing happened. A prophet stops, builds a rock, uh, a rock altar and names it. You know, God is peace. That was my mile marker. I pounded down my walk with Christ. And I refer to that. I have to. It gets hard. Surrender. Abide and surrender. So what's the purpose? Why? One, he wants all of us. He does have jealous love for us. He really does. He wants every bit of you. A prayer often is, God, what's your will for my life? It's not different than God's will for this entire earth, right? For the growth of the kingdom for salvation to come to his people. Sanctification in us. 
Well, guess what? We're plan A for that. I don't know if you knew that. Plan A, when the day of the Lord comes, these are the things that help us get ready. And if we're going to love God and love our neighbor, pray for a heart, right? This day of the Lord is going, it is going to come. And sharing the good news, the gospel, it's kind of, it can be hard for us. It's hard. Where's the, am I even equipped? If you have a relationship or even begun a relationship with Christ, if he's done anything, one tiny thing, you have a testimony. You have a testimony. He wants to use you in a really, in a really big way. Five months ago, I was walking through Walmart don't judge me for being in Walmart. And there was a lady pushing her cart, and in her left hand was her shopping list, and it was, her hand was shaking like this. And I have the Lord said, said, impressed, whatever you want to say, directed the Holy Spirit. I want you, said, I want you to go over there and pray for that woman. Put your hand on her and pray for her shaking hand to be still. And I said... I'm going to go get some bread. If I see her again, I'll pray for her, Lord. I'll pray. Um, I did get my bread, and I, was, I, I entered another prayer. God, please don't let me see this lady. <laughs> and, um, and I did. I saw this woman, and I didn't have the guts. I said, God, I don't want to miss, I don't want to miss, what did you have for that woman? What did you have for me? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was just an obedience point. I just want you to do this. Maybe nothing would all it happened. Just do what I want you to do. So on the first mission, this is locked in my mind, and I, I carry this. I really do, I, I want to do his will, my fulfillment your fulfillment, abiding in Christ, and doing His will is the greatest fulfillment we will ever have this side of heaven. That's where it comes from. So on the mission, I, we were teaching on healing. And the bishop laid the, the biblical foundation for healing. I came afterwards. And many of our teachings, we did a practicum. Some of the practicums they did together, have an assignment. And this was a clergy spouse conference. Some of the practicums were husbands and wife going out and working together on their marriage. This practicum, that morning, I didn't know what it was going to be. I knew there was going to be one. So I'm flipping through the resources I had. And when I turned to a page, the Lord landed on me in a heavy way. And I started, Boo! I was sobbing. I was sobbing. And what I was reading, and it's what he wanted me to do was, Okay, Kyle, what you're going to do is you're going to have people, these 85 people, they're going to stand up and you're going to walk them through an inner healing prayer. I'm like, yeah, I've never done that. I've never done that. God has ushered me into this ministry. But I want to do his will. What does God have for these people? 
And so I, I did. Uh, I trusted it was what the Lord wanted me to do, and I was just going to be obedient. So we walked through it. There's a script. has nothing to do about me. And the first thing is, let's invite God, the Holy Spirit, who lives in us, who does the work in us, to make his presence known. And then in parentheses, it says, after you ask the Holy Spirit to come, wait. And then when you think you've waited long enough, wait longer. Uh, and I was spiritually flat during this. And so we walk through and ask people to put themselves in a place, if they have woundedness or brokenness that they've been carrying, to put themselves in that place, realize Jesus was with you there. He was with you. Know that. And to invite him in. And so we continue to walk through this. Uh, and at the conclusion, um, people sat down and I said, did God do anything? Anybody have a witness? And people were healed. Woundedness and brokenness that were healed. And I was thankful that I was spiritually flat because it had nothing to do with me. Nothing. Just my obedience. Uh, my obedience. God wants to use you in a big way. And abiding in Him and surrendering to Him, man, that just takes us a long, a long, long way into being fulfilled. And whenever He has used me in the past, my cup overfloweth. That's a great place. It's a huge blessing. Here's our practicum for today. We're going to have a practicum. First, we're going to start with our eyes closed. Everybody, please close your eyes. Your neighbor's not looking at you. I'm not looking at you. Nobody can see you. And for those who are at the first service, please join in. Uh, with one hand, I want you to put it on your forehead. I'm, I'm doing it with you. Forehand on your head, on, um, hand on your forehead, hand on your heart. Hand on your forehead and hand on your heart. It's been said that this 12 inches for many in the world um, is an incredibly long distance. It's only 12 inches, but some, it can't be surpassed. Head knowledge going down to the heart, to the knowing in our soul. And so what I ask for you, Holy Spirit, to be with us, make yourself known in this room that to be in a relationship with you, Jesus, is about love. Your immense love for us. Nothing can come between the love, your love for us. No matter what we've done in the past, no matter how broken we might feel, how much we've broken other people, how much baggage we carry, you love us beyond measure. And so here's my prayer. Holy Spirit, would you move the love that we know we read in black and white, we read in, in words in red in the Bible, the head knowledge of the love you have for us and just move it in our hearts. That we would experience and know, know your love for us. That we would never be the same when we encounter you.
transform us into the likeness of your son. You can relax. <coughs> and when the day of the Lord comes, for those who do his will and for those who fear him, um, it's great. It's a great day. It's a great day. And he's charged us in many ways in the scriptures. We are plan A. We're plan A to share this love. I pray, I really pray that you felt God's love for you. Um, there's a lot of people that need that love. A lot of people that are broken and need renewal themselves and need encouragement themselves. And it's the Lord Jesus. Our help is in the name of the Lord. So I encourage and challenge you to take however small or however large your witness is of Christ and what he's done in your life. Yesterday was a great event here. Let's leverage that. Leverage that out of the church and into our phone calls and into our cups of coffee. As God opens the door, cross the threshold. It's beautiful. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you. And we thank you and we bless you. Thank you for sending your one and only begotten son, Jesus, to do the things that we can't do for ourselves. And we only love you because you first loved us. Thank you for that gift. And we pray the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all forevermore. Amen. Amen. What are the two words? Amen.